Now that we've reached episode 100 of our little show, how do we mark this occasion? By going back to the beginning and asking ourselves, are we better off now than we were back then? What are we waiting for? Let's find out. I'm Ken Boone. Welcome to my podcast, Much More to Say. set the stage for you. The date was October 27th, 2020, and we were in the midst of the first wave of COVID. We were also in the middle of a presidential campaign. A few days earlier, I voted by mail for the very first time. I made that decision because I was considered to be in a high-risk group to contract the virus because of my heart condition. My cardiologist at the time agreed with my decision. I also encouraged all of you to vote, no matter your ideology or political leanings or affiliations. That plea came with a warning that there were forces out there who were going to corrupt the election. I didn't know how they would act at the time. In fact, no one could have suggested just how far they'd go to get the outcome they wanted. We're cleaning up the mess now from January 6th with no definitive end in sight. We're 100 episodes into this show and what has changed? Well, a lot and a little. It's changed a lot in that the guy who I was rooting for actually won the election and in my opinion, is doing a fantastic job as president. Despite what the critics say, he's one of the best ones I've seen in my lifetime. On the other hand, things have changed very little in that the loser of the 2020 presidential hasn't ridden into the sunset like most former presidents do. It appears that someone advised him that the only way he wouldn't face justice is if he wins the next election and his followers don't realize that the only reason he's running again is to avoid prison. That's my opinion. I devoted the first seven episodes of this podcast to things political in nature. While I avoided some of the aggressive debates that some of my colleagues engaged in, I think I got my point across as respectfully as I knew how. I hope I can still be diplomatic going forward, as I'm sure the political climate will no doubt turn ugly again in 2024. As we got deeper in the show and attempting to move forward, the focus of the show shifted to the effort to discover a new normal. COVID vaccines were widely available, free of charge and seem to be doing an excellent job of getting the pandemic under control. I used the next six episodes to explain, as best I could, how to resume our regularly scheduled lives and still keep ourselves safe. 
It was also during this block of episodes that I decided to increase my publication schedule from monthly to bi-weekly releases. It was also then that I started thinking about how long I wanted this show to last altogether. My initial thoughts were to end it after 20 to 25 episodes, give or take, so I could move on to other projects. In hindsight, I'm glad I was wrong. After taking a much-needed month-long vacation, I returned to the Glorious Corner studio with a new focus and a new sense of purpose. My thoughts had moved away from the political arena, and not just because I had a problem with the rhetoric from my friends on the other side of the aisles. I realized that the entire cable news landscape treats politics like a contact sport. And my side is probably more guilty of that than they are. Since I was merely offering my opinions on whatever crossed my mind, it made sense for me to expand the conversation into other areas of interest to me. So I changed the category from Society and Culture podcast to a personal journal one. That proved to be a good call because the former category never quite fit what I was trying to do. I didn't know what I was trying to do. That's because Society and Culture podcast cover a wide range of topics from discussions of current events and social issues to explorations of art, music, and literature. So far, so good. But here's where I part ways with that type of show. That genre features interviews with leading thinkers and experts. And as I discovered in episode 31, I'm really wired to do a solo podcast. Initially, I thought that a personal journal was a diary in podcast form, but I was wrong. Whereas a, a diary is a place where a person records their daily experiences, thoughts, and feelings in a chronological format, a personal journal focuses on reflections, introspection, and self-analysis. That also makes for a more interesting podcast style, again, in my opinion. I was so comfortable producing these short journals that my creative juices started to flow again. So much so that I blew past the 20 to 25 episode run that I'd planned for this show to where I am right now recording my 100th episode. So much so that I began publishing episodes on a weekly basis. And so far, I haven't run out of things to say. Not yet. It was during this phase of the podcast that I stumbled upon three guiding principles that I follow to this day. When approaching a new episode, I remember to do these simple things. Number one, declutter my mind. I try not to overthink things. Remember that saying, keep it simple, stupid. Number two, use the 80-20 rule. I don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. And finally, speak with an authentic voice. Tell the truth as I see it, but do it with kindness. This was also a period of great personal discovery. 
I discovered that my perfectionism was an outgrowth of my habit of procrastination. Now, once I made that connection, fixing that character flaw was much easier than I thought it would be. Even though I was a procrastinator for decades. During this period of complete honesty, it became clear to me that I am more of a musical enthusiast than an actual musician. It's not to say that I can't pick up a bass from time to time and join Celia on stage to provide special music at a church service of a friend or enemy. However, I find my lack of dedication to the craft insulting to those who pour their hearts into their craft. So, if I'm not a musician in the traditional sense, what in the heck would be my creative outlet? I can't say it's podcasting because I consider that my drug of choice. It's also my life's passion. The thing I would do if money were no object and I would absolutely have no fear of failure. The thing that I landed on has always been staring me right in the face. And that happens to be writing. Any kind of writing. Everything from episode scripts to blog posts and even simple emails and cover letters. I've always loved it. Even if no one ever read a word I've written. And I happen to be pretty good at it. In fact, one of my English professors and colleagues suggested that I submit some of my essays to a couple of small publications. I should have, but all I did was respectfully blow her off. Big mistake. It was also around this time that my brother Mike told me that he was beginning the process of recording a new jazz album. This was going to be his eighth self-produced and self-financed endeavor. Now, I filed that away for later use. Finally, I discovered that talking about myself into a microphone isn't self-indulgent behavior. It's not, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, excessive or unrestrained gratification of one's own appetites, desires, or whims. It's nothing more than me recording my personal journal. The key word is personal. In December of 2022, I was hospitalized for a few days. In hindsight, it wasn't as bad as it seemed at the time. But it required critical care. Now, as I mentioned in a few episodes, I wasn't my typical cheerful self as a patient. I started grumbling, griping, bitching, and complaining from my second day there. I was so bad that I got kicked out. But only if I filled the prescription that they gave me said go and made and kept my follow-up appointments. I did both, and now I'm back to feeling great and being my old sunny self. Well, sort of. With 60 episodes in the book, I entered calendar year 2023, ready to make some big moves on this show as well as in my life. One was to achieve the unthinkable, 
record and publish my 100th episode of this show. And here we are. October also marks the fifth anniversary of the Descan MMG podcast network. I've yet to reach the goals I set for that venture, but I'm still proud of what I've accomplished so far. I did create and produce a number of podcasts hosted by some amazing talent, and I have faith that more projects will come my way. I just have to prepare myself for what the future holds. Going forward, I will continue to talk about the accomplishments of the Philly Three, which consist of vocalist Macy Miller, guitarist Larry Tamanini, and my brother, bassist Mike Boone. These three friends were there at the beginning of this run. During the peak of the COVID crisis, they were out there, be it on Zoom or on socially distanced stages, comforting us with their incredible musical gifts. My brother's latest CD, titled Enjoying the View, was recently completed and released last month. The reviews have been impressive. They're playing album cuts on various jazz radio stations across the country. And the album is being considered for a Grammy nomination in the Latin jazz category. Who would have thunk it? Macy's album, titled Nine, was also recently released. And like Mike's, it's been quite well received by critics and listeners alike. With radio airplay and a busy performing schedule, I'm sure that Macy will be up for nominations in the next award season. I guarantee it. Now, while I'm waiting for Larry to record his third album, he's been busy doing a lot of cool things. In addition to posting instructional videos, he's been performing extensively in both Greater Philadelphia and in New York as well. Larry just got back from Arvada, Colorado, where he was both a featured performer and lecturer at the Rocky Mountain Archtop Jazz Conference. Meanwhile, we're about to embark upon another presidential campaign and election. As much as I would like to stick my head in the sand until it passes, I know that I can't. The symmetry is too tempting to ignore. This is where we were when I first started this podcast 100 episodes ago. Just like when I started this show, I will resist the urge to use this platform to persuade my listeners as to what they should think, say, or do. I'm just here to inform you of my opinion of some or all things political, only in that narrow scope. As Celia always says, take what you like and leave the rest. You won't hurt my feelings if you don't agree with me. So, what's next for this show and for me? I guess I'll play it by ear. And I'll continue to extend an offer to anyone who wants to use this space to contribute their questions, comments, and concerns. And again, I won't be offended if I get no takers. I won't be offended because this podcast is just a labor of love. I will still resist the urge to promote this show except for twice a week on Facebook. 
I've stopped posting links on the platform formerly known as Twitter. Now, my refusal to post on that platform isn't some form of political statement. It's just that I can't spare the extra 10 seconds to post. And besides, Mr. Musk does not need my business anyway. To tell the truth, my target audience for this show are just three people. My wife, my son, and my granddaughter. And I don't expect them to listen to any of it until after I'm gone and nearly forgotten. Now, my wish is for them to say that although I might have been an oddball, I was a pretty deep and thoughtful oddball. And by the time they get to this episode, I can bet you cold, hard cash that my son Kenny is going to say, that's Pops for you. He's the only person I know who would take 100 episodes in a podcast to tell you something that should only take between 20 and 25 episodes. Now just wait until Kenny hears episode 200. Today's quote is from Austrian-American consultant and educator, Peter Drucker. The best way to predict the future is to create it. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more the number two say.weebly.com While you're there, be sure to check out our brand new blog where you will find audio, video, post, essays, and the latest news and notes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Episodes are available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcast. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant MMG Podcast Network.